0: Hello, 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 welcome back. This is the CEO Mindset Podcast. I'm so excited to be back in my home studio recording this podcast today because God knows I have been away for the past few podcast episodes trying to get them recorded and edited and all of those things while being out of town. If you've been an OG listener, you know that I have been in North Carolina, recently taking care of things for my father's estate. Uh, he recently passed in April. And so we're trying to keep the house together. Okay, And so I have been taking care of that um, and it has been um, a little bit stressful. So I'm very happy to be back here in my home studio recording the podcast, but I digress. Again, I'm Andrea Patrick, the BU boss. I'm your host here at the CEO Mindset Podcast. And today and always, we are talking about how to constantly evolve and be open to the failures because failing forward is how we learn, it's how we grow, and it's how we actually achieve the things that we want to achieve so that we can have the success that we want. Now, today I'm going to have a bit of a ramble because... I don't know that I've ever really introduced myself here on the podcast in terms of like, hi, I'm Andrea, and this is what I do, and this is who I am. I'm not going to do quite that today, but I have recently been thinking of ways to really encourage listeners and my clients and people that I'm in networking groups with to embrace the idea of having a personal brand. Um, so I want to talk to you today about eight real reasons to create one and also five misconceptions about them. Welcome back to the CEO Mindset Podcast. I'm Andrea Patrick, your host, and I'm so happy that you are joining me today. Subscribe if a CEO mindset is something you want to obtain and you want to find the intersection where your work and life coexist. The sky is the limit when you're clear about your value, consistent in the way you share said value, and you're upfront and honest about who you are while sharing it. There are so many examples to follow and learn from. Let's get into today's, shall we? Now, the first thing I want to talk to you and say is a personal brand is really just who you are and it's being authentic to who you are and whatever it is you're doing. Now, there are all kinds of different definitions that we can look up and read about, but truly and honestly, developing a personal brand is just really stating to the world that this is who you are and this is how you want to operate. Now it manifests itself in ways like a vanity URL or maybe a website with your photo on it, or maybe you are a speaker and your business itself is your name. If you're a consultant like me, Andrea Patrick Consulting, um, I am my brand. But what comes with that? What does that truly, truly mean? Because it doesn't stop with those vanity type metrics. Um, And that is sort of where I have been sitting for the past few years when it comes to my business. With clients and trying to get them to see that yes, marketing is important to your business, and absolutely SEO is a part of that, and all the different social media platforms are important. However, what's equally important is the fact that customers and your clients just don't care about what you know until they know that you care, until they know that you have a vested interest in helping them solve their problem because. It is a problem that you've solved either for yourself or you've solved for someone else. And you are intimately acquainted with the process that they need to help them solve the problem themselves. They want to know that you relate to them. And so personal brand, your personal brand has to become the verb, right? Where you are able to walk it and talk it, not just be it, not just have the image, not just have, you know, the vanity URL, not just be the speaker that comes and talks to people and that's your personal brand, but also you have to put feet to that personal brand and learn how to leverage it across every medium, across every situation. And that's where I come in, the personal branding, where we are making it a verb, we're putting action and feet to who it is you truly are. And we're showing up as the person... As the authentic person we want people to know us to be and as solving the problem via our unique value proposition or our superpower, that is what people buy because believe it or not, and I've said this in my programs, I've said this on my YouTube channel, and I've said this here, you're not the only one that does what you do. So people are not coming to you primarily because you sell a widget, you're a real estate agent, you're a marketing expert, you're a business coach, you're a you know divorce attorney. People are not coming to you because of what you do, primarily, because there are so many other choices. So there has to be something that differentiates you from all the other people in your industry. And that thing is what caused your clients to come to you. What I am trying to um, educate the world on, if you will, through this podcast is personal branding, actually learning how to A, understand who you are and what you need to do and be your best, right? And then show up as that person. So your personal brand, but not only figuring out that, but then how do you then leverage that or put action and feet to that to then show up and share what it is that differentiates you from everyone else on a consistent basis. And that is what you want on social media. That is what you want your website to showcase. That is what you want your conversations to be about when you are networking in person. That is what you want um, people to be talking about in your absence. And we're gonna talk about that point um, when we get to the misconceptions, but let's go ahead and dive into some of these reasons, I just feel like there are about eight really, really, really good reasons that you need to not only have a personal brand, but you need to learn how to leverage it in these ways. And the first one, you need to create a personal brand if you're tired of feeling like you'll never make it, okay? If you are starting to feel like You've been doing this for some time. And listen, I know about it because I've been there, done that, got a button and a t-shirt. And some days I still feel that way, that I'm just not going to get to the level of success that I want to get to. But the truth of the matter is when you learn how to leverage who you are, you can get what you want because you, in leveraging who you are, are recognizing what makes you special, what your superpower is, and you'll stand on that. And that is what you will push and push and push and share and use to serve um, your clients so that they will go and tell the world about how awesome that thing is in you and why that thing in you is better to go to you than to go to someone else who's in your industry doing the same thing. So the first reason that I think creating a personal brand and leveraging it is Get off of that wheel of feeling like you're never going to make it. Develop a personal brand and you will learn how to leverage who you are so that you can make it. Number two is you're afraid to put yourself out there. One of the biggest reasons that I think people are afraid to put themselves out there is because they do not believe in themselves. They do not believe that they have something special to offer. And they're busy, you know, concerning themselves with all the things around them and not concentrating their efforts on evolving, constantly evolving and being open to those failures. So you should not be afraid to put yourself out there. And when you have done the work to develop a personal brand and understand how to leverage it, you will no longer have that issue because you will recognize that, you. how could you not put yourself out there because people need what you have. So you're going to want that out there. You're gonna want people to know who you are and how your solution can help them. Number four, the fourth reason that creating a personal brand and learning how to leverage it is important is you feel like there's so much competition. Well, let me just tell you, when you develop a personal brand and you learn how to leverage it, there is no such thing as competition. Why? Because you are the only one who can do what you do the way you do it. That's the important part, the way you do it. And that goes back to understanding what you need to do and be your best and understanding what your superpower is because when you've identified that right you are going to be able to show up and serve with that superpower regardless of who else is in your space you will no longer fear the other person that does what you do in the networking group you will no longer be concerned with where someone else is in their business because you'll know that wherever you are in your business is where you're supposed to be so you will not have the level of competition that drives you you might have a level of, it might inspire you or encourage you to do better. better. It might also give you inspiration to uh, add different services and products to your roster because you think that you can serve people in a similar way, but in your way. So you don't have to concern yourself with competition when you have developed a personal brand and understand how to leverage it. Now, the fifth thing and the fifth reason that I think developing a personal brand and learning how to leverage it is so important is Sometimes you might feel like you're too overwhelmed with everything you think you need to be successful. Now, this is where all of these marketers come in and all of these expert business experts and all of these people who are coming in with their idea of what you need to be successful. Now. I'm not going to lie. I do have a program. My program, Project CEO, though, is about helping you become the CEO of you so that you can make better decisions and determine what some of those things are. But even if you decide to take these services or purchase these programs, and I'm not telling you not to, what I'm telling you is. A lot of times when you take these programs, you purchase these programs or you go through these webinars and these experts are telling you what you need to do and they're giving you all of these steps to take, what you have to be able to do is interpret what they're telling you to do based on who you know you are because what worked for them worked for them because of who they are. We are the sum total of our passions, our influence, our experiences and our perspective. And therefore we are a unique snowflake or fingerprint, if you will. So I can't tell you a different fingerprint how to look like me because I'm my own fingerprint. But what I can do is give you a a map, a template to follow whereby you can interpret it and make it your own and achieve some of the same things that I've achieved, but based on what you know about yourself and how you need to do things to be your best. So You don't have to feel overwhelmed when you develop your personal brand and understand how to leverage it. The overwhelm kind of goes away because you're now able to interpret what people give you. So you don't get this mad rush of like frustration because you're trying to do it someone else's way. It's not fitting with your personality. You're struggling to keep up. You can't sustain it. That ceases to be an issue because you've then interpreted what that person is saying and doing to fit who you know you are and what you need to do and be your best. So the overwhelm is minimized. Also, when you develop your personal brand and you learn how to leverage it, the biggest thing that I love about this is you can set boundaries. You can um, uh, set uh Maintain and sustain uh, expectations, and you can teach people how to treat you. So, therefore, you don't have the overwhelm and you don't have the aggression, or you don't have to feel the aggression of someone trying to tell you what to do. You can just take and receive what they're giving you, and again, interpret it so that it matches what it is you need. So, that does reduce a lot of your overwhelm. Now, the sixth thing, the sixth reason that I think you should create a personal brand and understand how to leverage it is. You want to be a leader. You don't want to be a follower, right? As someone who is authentic, understands what they need to do and be their best, you can stand up straight and have confidence in who you are and your superpower. And you can lead with that superpower. You no longer have to follow and wait on an expert to give you what they want you to have. You can take your experiences. Remember, you are a, you're a snowflake. You're a, you're a, you're a fingerprint. You can take what you know about who you are and how you want to show up in this world, and you can do that confidently. And so, therefore, you become a leader, not a follower. You become someone who is able to absorb information, interpret information, and then provide uh, the solutions based on who you are, your experiences, and your spin on things. So you can be a leader. You don't have to be a follower when you develop a personal brand and learn how to leverage it. We're coming towards the end now. Number seven, the seventh reason that developing a personal brand is important and learning how to leverage it is you're just tired of people testing your boundaries. As I said before, when you develop a personal brand, one of the biggest benefits to that is you can set boundaries. You can set and maintain expectations. And you can teach people how to treat you. Now, what I'll say about boundaries is they're not to keep people out necessarily. More importantly, they are pro- to protect what you have inside them. So protecting yourself from naysayers, protecting yourself from people who want to undermine you. These are the things that you can protect yourself from in setting boundaries. But you can also use those boundaries and create what I like to call standard operating practices or personal standard operating practices. And that takes you back to your personal framework that I've gone over time and time again here on the podcast. But just in case you're not familiar with it, I will put a link to the four pillars of your personal framework so that you can understand what they are, um, you know, on your own time. But setting these boundaries is like creating standard operating practices so that you have a bar that people have to meet to engage with you, to uh, take advantage of your services, to spend time with you, to, you know, all of these things. And so that goes back to minimizing your overwhelm and stress as well, because you are you don't have to concern yourself with people who are not meeting those standards. And that's not to say that you're better than anyone else, or that you think you're better than anyone else. It's just, you know how when you go somewhere Maybe you grow up, and I'll I'll actually use myself as an example. When I grew up, I was from a small town, you know, and we had little local restaurants that we thought were just great. And then I met my husband, and my husband took me to some of these more fine dining establishments. Well, now that I've eaten in these fine dining establishments, it's not that those local stores or those local restaurants are bad. It's just that my preference, my taste buds have become adjusted to the more uh, fine dining experience. And so same rule applies here. When you have a standard operating practice, it doesn't mean that people who don't meet your standards are bad or that you're better than them. It just means that you have a certain level from which you want to start um, with engagement. And that usually will kind of weed out or filter out the people who are going to waste your time, the people who, you know, aren't ready to um, take advantage of your offer financially. But that doesn't mean that you can't give them something for free or you can meet them where they are. But the point is, is that you have a set standard. And so when you do that, you don't have to worry about people testing your boundaries quite so much because you won't really engage with the people who are trying to test your boundaries, you know? Another example of this, I'm a licensed cosmetologist, as you know. And when I first started doing hair, I was in a salon. I started, you know, I was I was in my own space. And I remember I did a special on relaxers and perms. If that doesn't date me, I don't know what does. And I said I would do these for $35. Well, I did get a huge amount of people on my calendar, but I also got minimal return visits. It had nothing to do with how I did hair or how the hair turned out. The people that showed up were those people who wanted to only spend $35 on a relaxer or a perm. So when I went up to $65 to $75 for relaxers and perms, those people didn't want those. So what I learned was is set the standards from which I want to operate. And those who can appreciate that standard will come to me. They will appreciate that standard and there won't be any issues. Those who can't meet that standard won't approach. So that's why I feel when you develop your personal brand and understand how to leverage it, you can set these standard operating practices, these personal standard operating practices and minimize the the people who try to test your boundaries. All right, now the final reason that I believe you should develop a personal brand and learn how to leverage it is you're ready to feel the freedom that confidence affords you. And when I say it is a freedom, trust and believe it is a freedom. And when you discover who you are and what you need to do and be your best, and you then create standard or personal standard operating practices and are then able to set and manage people's expectations, set boundaries with people, and teach people how to treat you, there is a freedom in that. There is a confidence in knowing beyond a shadow of a doubt how you show up and benefit the world, what your superpower is. It is a freedom like no other because you know where you need to be. You know what you need to be doing. You know what won't work. You know what will. You know what you will absolutely not tolerate. Therefore, you won't even get yourself in certain situations and people respect it. People will respect those boundaries. People will learn how to treat you and treat you accordingly. So the freedom is there. Now, you have to learn how to further leverage who you are to get the financial freedom and to get the learn how to find the harmony in your work life balance. But it's all doable from just t- doing the work To develop your personal brand and then further doing the work to understand the best ways to leverage your personal brand. All right, that is the personal branding piece, right? The leveraging, that is putting feet to who you are. The authenticity of you is putting feet to that and making it work for you. That's what that leveraging your personal brand means. Now, I've given you all of these eight different things, eight different reasons to develop a personal brand that are probably not traditional not the traditional things that you've heard however they are the real reasons right like yes it's great that you can be a speaker and have your poster up when you go to trade shows yes it's great that you can use your whole name as your url for your brand Yes, it's great that people know your name on LinkedIn and they associate you with the services and products that you provide. That's all great, grand and wonderful. But the real, real holy field deal when it comes to your personal brand is understanding how to use it to leverage every other area or how to leverage it. I'm sorry, in every other area of your life so that you can experience the harmony of living and the freedom that comes with it. Now, what is a personal brand not, okay? What are some misconceptions about personal brands? And I'm gonna share these with you because I think they're important. I think that you need to understand this for yourself because um, you could be living a much happier, easier, more fulfilling life if you catch this. First one is people believe that a personal brand is just for someone who has a business. Okay, that is not true. People, the average person, as a matter of fact, here on the podcast, I talk about, you know, helping you find that harmony, um, helping you put the BU in your business, whether your business is entrepreneurial business, whether you're professional and you're climbing a corporate ladder, or if you are um, a domestic engineer, as my mom and my grandparents used to say, and you are someone who is involved in charities or you're big with the PTA, with your kid's school, that is still a reason to develop a personal brand because you you have a reputation that you're trying to uphold. You want people to know you for certain things. And so having a personal brand is not just for business. Do not think that. If you are listening to this, if someone shared this with you It is not just for business. As a matter of fact, my program, Project CEO, is about leadership. It's about being the CEO of you so that you can lead, whether it is a business, whether it's a career, or it's just in your personal life. Being the CEO of you is developing your personal brand and understanding how to leverage it in every area of your life misconception number two is it's only for famous people and influencers we are in a society full of content creators and we know them from youtube we know them from facebook we know them from tiktok we know them from linkedin we know them from ted talk so yes there are people who are doing these things maybe you have a speaker that you truly enjoy Maybe there is a, um, a a gospel singer that you love so much. These people are their own personal brand. That's true, absolutely. But it's not just for them. It is for you too, regardless of where you are in life, what it is you're doing. Just understanding who you are and knowing what you need to do and be your best, that is developing a personal brand. Because once you know that, that is how you will operate. That is how people will know you. That is what your reputation will be. Furthermore, in addition to establishing that, leveraging that and understanding how to use that, right, to minimize overwhelm, to minimize stress and to increase the balance and harmony in your life and between your life and your business and to find that freedom that it brings, that is, that's mm, chef's kiss. That's what you're looking for. So it's not just for business people and it's not just for famous people or influencers. The third misconception is that you don't need one to be successful. Well, let me just give you a little bit of a lesson there. Number one, you are speaking a message whether you open your mouth or not. So whether you are actively creating and developing a personal brand and learning how to leverage it, people are developing assumptions about you from the minute they hear your name. Think about this. If you are going for a job interview right now, this day and age with the society we live in, Nine times out of 10, someone from that business that you are trying to get the job with is looking you up on social media. In addition to that, you probably submitted a resume. So they are going to look at that resume and they're going to make assumptions from that. That resume is speaking a message. Your image and the things that you put out on social media are speaking a message. Have you spoken yet? Nope. You haven't spoken to the interviewer yet. The next thing that is speaking your message is what you wear, how you dress yourself, the way you present yourself. When you walk into that interview, you've not said a word. Your clothing has, the way you stand has, your facial expressions have. So you, whether you want to or not, whether you think you need it or not, are already walking around and people are making assumptions about who you are. So your personal brand is being created by default. Wouldn't you rather have control of that? Wouldn't you rather create your own narrative around your personal brand because you've done the work to determine who you are and what you need to do and be your best? Absolutely you would. So you do need one. Okay, that is a misconception. The fourth thing, people believe that because you have a you know, a uh, vanity URL because your face is showing up on social media because your face is all over your website. People think a personal brand is about being self absorbed. Well, I get where that's coming from because you've got actors and singers and people who have type A personalities, and it's possible that maybe it is a little bit self absorbing for them. But the idea of developing a personal brand is not one of someone who is self-absorbed. It is one of someone who wants people to know them for who they truly are. And they want to show up as that person consistently across their across their life, leveraging this idea of themselves, authenticity, this transparency everywhere they go. Okay. So it's not about being self-absorbed. It's about being self-aware and knowing how to teach people how to treat you, setting those boundaries and managing, setting and managing those expectations. Now, the last thing, the last misconception that I want to talk about is that people believe they can fake it until they make it. Now, this might hold true when it comes to the way you provide your services. It might hold true with your expertise. It might hold true with, you know, meeting someone for the first time and you'll never see them again. However, It will not last. You cannot be someone you're not for any length of time, okay? It is going to be short-lived because you is going to show up either at home when you're alone with the stress, with the anxiety, with the depression, with the aggression, with the frustration, with the procrastination. It's going to show up at one of these places. So you can't sustain it. So don't fake it. Why not do the work, understand who you are, create your personal framework through which you can make decisions and be the best version of you, develop that personal brand and learn how to leverage it across every platform of your life. And I promise you, friend, that is going to help you find the freedom you're looking for because when you're yourself and you're confident in who you are, people notice. People notice. And you will begin to see change. You will begin to see where it is you need to be and how you need to get there. And you will fight for that path because you're confident in what it is you're doing. Okay, I hope that is something that you've enjoyed. Thank you for listening again to the podcast. Again, I'm Andrea. This is the CEO Mindset Podcast. This episode should help you evolve hopefully you're doing it constantly and you're staying open to the failures because it's in the failing that we get to our success thank you so much for listening and um hey meet me back here again next week bye that does it for today's episode of the CEO Mindset podcast. Remember, this is the place to be to find the intersection between your personal life and your business life so that they coexist. It's also where you learn how to consistently evolve and be open to the failures that happen, be open to the opportunities, be open to the opportunity for change. Make sure you are subscribed. Leave your comments below about today's episode if you have any questions, comments, I want to hear all about them. And I want to hear how you are using what you hear to grow your business, live the life you love, and have that quality of life that we are all looking to achieve. All right, guys, don't forget to follow me over on Instagram, AFPatrick. Definitely subscribe to my YouTube channel, Andrea Patrick Official. All the links that you need to continue following and being a part of the Bu Boss Squad community is listed in the show notes along with any other links that I think might be amazing for this particular podcast. Remember, we are on all the podcast uh, platforms. So if you have not already, find us and subscribe. See you again next week.